Hello and welcome to another episode of Tabletop Tales. First off, I'd like to thank you all for patronizing the network. We really appreciate it, and it lets us work on stuff like this. Uh, and uh, also, I'd like to introduce my guest, Joseph Stillwell. Hi, I'm Joseph Stillwell, or Joe. You can call me whatever you like. <laughs> How's it going, Joe? Yeah, pretty good. I'm really sweaty. I've said that already a few yeah. times off mic, but I thought I'd get it on the record. <laughs> it's very hot in here today. <laughs> oh my god! Well, it's hot everywhere. I was I was hot, and I walked here from commercial. Oh, so that was a that was like. This was a mistake, but yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. so um, welcome to Revolver Tabletop Tales, Thanks. where I get my friends and other D&D or other tabletop game adjacent people to tell me about a story from the table. Which one am I, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are my friend Aww. and also a D&D adjacent yeah, person. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, so, Joe, please tell me your story. Uh, my story goes way back to my... <laughs> I want to say uh, early 20s, like I would have been 22, 23. And it was sort of my first getting back into, I had done a little bit in high school, just briefly, like made a lot of characters for campaigns I never played. I did like one session of a, of a Vampire the Masquerade RPG that was just awful. And I never went back. <laughs> um, and then, so this was later in my, tw- my mid 20s. I was, we were living, I think on Vancouver Island, uh, I was living with, uh, my girlfriend and a friend of mine at the time. And I worked with, uh, a dude who was like a hardcore D and D guy who had been playing since he was like 13 or 14 and he was running a D and D game for us. And by that point I'd worked up the energy to, and the, the sort of, um, the confidence to run my own campaign, but I was like, I don't want to play D and D. I want to try another system. <laughs> And I was really into uh, HP Lovecraft at the time, so I picked Call of Cthulhu. All right. Which, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's a uh, it, it's a it's a very much the opposite of D and D. It's a system where they specifically say in the book that you are like your character is likely to die at some point, and you should probably expect that. Um, it's more it's about horror and the sort of like well it's very much like hp lovecraft stories and cosmic horror stories so you have a sanity rating and all this stuff but um and also it's a d100 system so instead of rolling a d20 or whatever you have a number that you have to hit and then you roll the d you know the two d10s and whatever number they make if it's higher than the number you're supposed to hit you succeed and if it's lower then you fail it was definitely I, I didn't really I didn't really fully know how to run the system. I will say that now, but I think I did a pretty good job story wise. And we were, we were all really into Deadwood at the time. So all the characters were based off Deadwood, like somewhat Deadwood. Like there was a doctor who had been in the Civil War and, and he'd stolen gold from the Pinkertons. Um, my girlfriend played like a brothel madam who had sort of like who was sort of like taking in all these stray women and stuff like that and then there and then we the big thing was um we decided all the characters were connected through the mob um so then other than that there was a low-level mobster and a crooked cop and the guy who played the crooked cop was uh a bit of a munchkin so um it's it's hard to min max in call of cthulhu because you you like your character there's no way your character can like stats wise ever match up against the monsters for the most part but I wanted to start them off pretty easily. So um, he had spent a lot of points on getting like a, a Colt 45 or like a big, like a really heavy, like the type of revolver that can like blow your head off kind of thing. 
and uh the first the the starter adventure you get there's no actual um eldritch beings with the there's a haunted house and at first it appears like the house is entirely uh just haunted by poltergeists like the bed moves and throws people across the room um there's all these like blood starts seeping down the walls all these classic things but it turns out that what it actually is is underneath the house is like a, a necromancer who is using who is like learning all these secrets and he's hundreds of years old and um he is basically using all the hauntings in the house to keep the house empty so he can keep working and keep learning and and sort of like become like transcend mortality so it was pretty cool like i did all the things and they were very freaked out and i had the candle lights low and uh the the guy playing the crooked cop was like trying to he we argued for about 10 minutes because he wanted a bonus for like he was like okay i'm gonna go through the house like like a tactical like like i know all this stuff and it was like and we argued about whether that had been invented in the 1920s or not which i don't know maybe it had i'm not really sure but i was like i'm not gonna give you a bonus but you're ready and like i won't surprise you so all that happens and they get all spooked and they're like what's going on what's going on and they get down to they find the sub basement finally, because that's the whole thing is you slowly reveal to them that there's a sub basement under the house and they figured it out because they're all pretty smart players. Um, they get down and there's like a whole page of text that you have to read. It's like, oh, you come into this room and it smells like death, uh, you know, like on the walls and everywhere is written all these runes and sigils. And then in the middle of the room, there's a sarcophagus and the lid rolls off the sarcophagus and a stench comes out. And then these clawed grotesque skeletal hands come out and this lich pulls itself out of the, the crypt and shambles towards you. And even like his, his claws were poisoned. So if you got scratched with them, it was like a big negative bonus. I was like, this is going to be so great. This is going to be so great. And then the crooked cop rolls a 99 out of a hundred and he basically crits and blows the villain's head off. And that's like the end of the adventure. That's like where you basically finish the adventure. So it was just this huge, like perfect. And, and again, like totally not like a fluke that almost never happens in call of Cthulhu just happened and it totally like made them think that this was like like after this everything was going to be a cakewalk (laughs) but it was just like that moment i was just like well he's dead and they were all like what what he's what (laughs) like they didn't even believe it for a minute i was like no i'm not i'm not messing with you he's dead (laughs) and that was the first ever game i ran (laughs) oh that's that's great that you know i feel like the one-shotting a boss or like really like destroying someone who's supposed to be a really impressive villain is like i think a really common thing people experience and it happens and it's funny because you talk a lot about how like unlike in a lot of uh heroic fiction and sort of like like action adventure combat kind of kind of fiction um in D, a big thing you have to prepare for is when the heroes fail in like a very fundamental way that you have to adjust like in fiction a hero will never fail to move the plot forward right yeah. in a sense like they'll whatever they do always moves the plot forward um whereas like if you're not careful you can your your players can totally like accidentally kill the way you were planning on moving the plot forward this isn't quite that but that's the other flip side that you have to prepare for is sometimes you will just have like a big moment that you want to build to and have sort of be the the cornerstone of your story and then the players will just totally either bypass it or like destroy it without even meaning to 
Uh, I really like the idea that they like the first real monster dangerous threat they come through or they come across they one shot at. Oh yeah, big and, time. And like I imagine the next supernatural thing they yeah because they the were next not thing ready was, for yeah absolutely and I think it gave like I think there was one case where like a monster broke into the um the house they they basically started going up against a cult this cult that the necromancer had been part of but left and this monster this flying monster broke into their room and then the police officer ran in and emptied like five rounds into it and it just flew out the window and that was not even again like i did not fudge any of these numbers and i think i swear to this day they probably still think i was fudging the numbers by that point but i was not it's just like it was a total fluke yeah so but that yeah and uh, shortly after that i kind of gave up on call of cthulhu for for a lot of different reasons uh, it's not my favorite system in the world, um, and it's not a fun game for beginner role players, especially because it's it's a game where you die and where you face horrible things and you don't win very often. So I think I don't think it's a fun game, especially for first time role players who th- are thinking more of like D and D, where they get to sign a kind of act out like a power fantasy or whatever, right? Yeah. So, but it was still it taught me a lot. That experience taught me a lot about being prepared for players totally blowing away your 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 arch nemesis or whatever so yeah well joe thank you so much thanks for having me thank you so much for patronizing the show and thank you so much for listening and thanks again joe for coming on thanks for having me everyone have a great day see ya bye